There have been so many times that I have started to do something and then remembered to stop and pray. And when I've prayed, God's shown me a completely different way to go about the situation than the way I was about to do. And there was always victory. And looking back on situations, it is so wonderful when we know God instructed us to go that way in dealing with the matter at hand. All the things written in the Old Testament are examples to us today. Paul says in 1 Corinthians 10, But with many of them God was not well pleased, for they were overthrown in the wilderness. We are supposed to overcome in the wilderness. We overcome through turning to God, through waiting until we have heard from God concerning how to deal with the situation and keeping our trust in God and then go forward as soon as we feel an assurance that we have heard from God. Paul says, 1 Corinthians 10, 6, Now these things were our examples. To the intent we should not lust after evil things, as they also lusted. Verse 11, Now all these things happened unto them for examples, and they are written for our admonition, upon whom the ends of the world are come. Wherefore, let him that thinketh he standeth take heed lest he fall. There hath no temptation taken you but such as is common to man, but God is faithful, who will not suffer you to be tempted above that ye are able, but will, with the temptation, also make a way to escape, that ye may be able to bear it. The children of Israel had a great victory at Jericho. Then they were defeated at Ai, because Achan trespassed against God at Jericho, and God departed and left them alone in the battle at Ai. When they sought God and learned of Achan's trespass, they did as God instructed, and then God was with them again. The Apostle Paul says, If God be for us, who can be against us? All we need in going forward is to know that God is with us. Now God is going to deliver I to the armies of Israel, and this is the story of that deliverance. Here is God's plan as he gave it to Joshua before the battle. God is going to tell Joshua exactly what to do. Joshua chapter 8, start at verse 1. And the Lord said unto Joshua, Fear not, neither be thou dismayed. Take all the people of war with thee, 
and arise and go up to I. See, I have given unto thy hand the king of I and his people and his city and his land. And thou shalt do to I and her king as thou didst unto Jericho and her king. Only the spoil thereof and the cattle thereof shall ye take for a prey unto yourselves. Lay thee an ambush for the city behind it. We must do all of the instruction given us by God. Take note of this ambush that God has told Joshua to lay at the city of Ai. This is going to be very important in winning this battle. Joshua chapter 8. So Joshua arose and all the people of war to go up against Ai. And Joshua chose out 30,000 mighty men of valor and sent them away by night. Verse 4. And he commanded them, saying, Behold, ye shall lie in wait against the city, even behind the city. Go not very far from the city, but be ye all ready. And I and all the people that are with me will approach unto the city, and it shall come to pass when they come out against us, as at the first that we shall flee before them. For they fought this battle of I before, but God wasn't with them, and so they fled from the king of I, because God wasn't with them. And they're going to pretend that they're fleeing and lure the king out from the city, and then they'll burn the city. Verse 6, Joshua says, For they will come out after us till we have drawn them from the city. For they will say, they flee before us as at the first. Therefore, we will flee before them. And they're going to lure them out away from the city. Joshua is. Then ye shall rise up from the ambush and seize upon the city. For the Lord your God will deliver it into your hand. And it shall be, when ye have taken the city, that ye shall set the city on fire. According to the commandment of the Lord shall ye do. See, I have commanded you. In all the problems of this life, the wars of this life that we have, We must seek God, and when we have his plan for the situation, we follow that plan, just like Joshua followed the plan given him in fighting against the city of Ai. There have been many times that I have been surprised by that which God has had me say and do. And after the situation, I have realized I wouldn't have done that except for God telling me. 
but I did what I heard to do, and it always worked far beyond anything I expected. Ephesians chapter 3, verse 20. Now unto him that is able to do exceeding abundantly above all that we ask or think, according to the power that worketh in us. We have in us the Holy Spirit, the power of God. We follow the Holy Spirit because he shows us what God wants us to do in the specific battles of this present life. And the only thing important is, what has God told me to do in this matter? And as we look back, we want to be able to say with assurance to ourselves, it was God who commanded me to do this thing or to say this thing. And when we are assured it is God, we will not fall. In 2018, I was injured at my house in Texas, and as the ambulance workers rolled me past the front door of my house, I heard from God the following words, You'll never see this house again. They took me to the hospital, and after surgery, I was in rehabilitation hospitals for two and a half months. I put the house up for sale. Based on that word, you'll never see this house again. One of our church members said, I don't see how you can do this. I said, well, I've heard from God that I would never see this house again. She just stared at me. All that matters is what God has said. Go forward with what God has said when you are assured that is the instruction from God. I've had many times God has instructed me by his spirit. And I have gone forward in each of those situations by faith, believing it was God who spoke that to me. And it always worked out. Even when it didn't look like it was going to work out, it works out. So it's what has God told me to do in this matter. That's what you have to decide and I have to decide. And we take upon each battle of this life with that information as our assurance that it is God who is speaking to us. Joshua chapter 8, start at verse 9. Joshua therefore sent them forth, and they went to lie in ambush, and abode between Bethel and Ai on the west side of Ai. But Joshua lodged that night among the people. Joshua rose up early in the morning and numbered the people and went up, he and the elders of Israel, before the people to Ai. And all the people, even the people of war that were with him, went up and drew nigh and came before the city and pitched on the north side of Ai. Now you remember he sent a group of army onto the west side of Ai. And they're going to basically trap the elders of the city of Ai. They're going to lure them out from the city and 
they're going to have an army out there waiting for them, and then Joshua is going to turn around and attack them from the other side. Verse 12, And Joshua took about 5,000 men and set them to lie in wait in ambush between Bethel and Ai on the west side of the city. And when they had set the people, even all the host that was on the north of the city, and their liars in wait on the west side of the city, Joshua went that night unto the midst of the valley. And it came to pass, when the king of Ai saw it, that they hastened it and rose up early. And the men of the city went out against Israel to battle, he and all his people at a time appointed before the plain. But he knew not that there were liars in ambush against him behind the city. And Joshua and all of Israel made as if they were beaten before the men of Ai, and they fled by the wilderness. And all the people that were in Ai were called together to pursue after Joshua. And they pursued after Joshua and were drawn away from the city. And there was not a man left in Ai or Bethel that went not out after Israel. And they left the city open and they pursued after Israel. And the Lord said unto Joshua, Stretch out the spear that is in thy hand toward I, for I will give it into thy hand. And Joshua stretched out the spear that he had in his hand toward the city. And the ambush arose quickly out of their place, and they ran as soon as he had stretched out his hand, and they entered the city and took it and set the city on fire. And when the men of Ai looked behind them, they saw, and behold, the smoke of the city ascended up to heaven, and they had no power to flee this way or that way. And the people of Israel that had fled to the wilderness turned back upon the pursuers from Ai. And when Joshua and all of Israel saw that the ambush had taken the city and that the smoke of the city ascended, then they turned again and slew the men of Ai. And the other issued out of the city against them so that they were in the midst of Israel, some on this side and some on that side, and they smote them so that they let none of them remain or escape. And the king of Ai they took alive and brought him to Joshua. And it came to pass when Israel had made an end of slaying all the inhabitants of Ai in the field, in the wilderness, wherein they chased them. And when they were all fallen on the edge of the sword until they were consumed, that all the Israelites returned unto Ai and smote it with the edge of the sword. They left none remain. We slay all negative thoughts that come to our mind, not allowing a single negative thought to remain in us, to overcome us. But we take every thought captive to bring it into the obedience of Christ. Joshua 8, 25 
And so it was that all that fell that day, both of men and women, were 12,000, even all the men of Ai. For Joshua drew not his hand back. He didn't hesitate. He kept dealing with them, killing them, slaying them. Don't let any negative thought remain. Deal with everything. Here's another scripture in the New Testament which we must heed. 2 Corinthians chapter 6. Be not unequally yoked together with unbelievers. For what fellowship hath righteousness with unrighteousness? And what communion hath light with darkness? And what concord hath Christ with Belial? Or what part hath he that believeth with an infidel? And what agreement hath the temple of God with idols? For ye are the temple of the living God. As God hath said, I will dwell in them and walk in them, and I will be their God, and they shall be my people. Wherefore come out from among them, And be ye separate, saith the Lord, and touch not the unclean, and I will receive you. And I will be a father unto you, and ye shall be my sons and daughters, saith the Lord Almighty. That's 2 Corinthians 6. You can't coexist with darkness. If you try, you will become dark. You just can't do it. Let's read 1 John chapter 4. Start at verse 4. Ye are of God, little children, and have overcome them, because greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world. They are of the world, therefore, Speak they of the world, and the world heareth them. We are of God. He that knoweth God heareth us. He that is not of God heareth not us. Hereby know we the spirit of truth and the spirit of error. And after this great battle, Joshua read all the words of the law, the blessings and cursings, according to all that is written in the book of the law. That is in Deuteronomy 28. I have often read Deuteronomy 28, and I found it very comforting. Start at verse 1. And it shall come to pass... If thou shalt hearken diligently unto the voice of the Lord thy God to observe and to do all his commandments, that the Lord thy God will set thee on high above all nations of the earth. And all these blessings shall come on thee and overtake thee if thou shalt hearken unto the voice of the Lord thy God. 
Blessed shalt thou be in the city, and blessed shalt thou be in the field. Blessed shall be the fruit of thy body, and the fruit of thy ground, and the fruit of thy cattle, and the increase of thy kind, and the flocks of thy sheep. Blessed shall be thy basket and thy store. Blessed shalt thou be when thou comest in, and blessed shalt thou be when thou goest out. The Lord shall cause thine enemies that rise up against thee to be smitten before thy face. They shall come out against thee one way and flee before thee seven ways. The Lord shall command the blessing upon thee in thy storehouses and in all that thou settest thine hand unto, and he shall bless thee in the land which the Lord thy God giveth thee. The Lord shall establish thee and holy people unto himself, as he hath sworn unto thee. If thou shalt keep the commandments of the Lord thy God and walk in his ways. And all the people of the earth shall see that thou art called by the name of the Lord and they shall be afraid of thee. And they are afraid of us. They don't speak around us as they speak around their buddies in the bars. They don't speak the same way. They're closed up around us because they are afraid of us because they know we belong to God. And the Lord shall make thee plenteous in goods, in the fruit of thy body and the fruit of thy cattle, in the fruit of thy ground, in the land which the Lord swear unto thy fathers to give thee. The Lord shall open unto thee his good treasure, the heaven to give the rain unto thy land in his season and to bless all the work of thine hand. And thou shalt lend unto many nations and thou shalt not borrow. And the Lord shall make thee the head and not the tail and thou shalt be above only and thou shalt not be beneath if that thou hearken unto the commandments of the Lord thy God to observe and to do them. And thou shalt not go aside from any of the words which God commands you this day to the right hand or to the left to go after other gods to serve them. So we have the blessing set out before us in Deuteronomy 28. We also have the curses set out before us in Deuteronomy 28. If we do according to the commandment of God, according to the word given us by the Holy Spirit, we will bring blessings upon us and our house. Thank you for allowing me to share this with you today.